0: Now, this week sees the release of a British film called 71, uh, which is directed by Jan Demange, and he's, I think, a first-time debut director for a a feature film. I think he's been involved in TV up until now. Uh, And it stars Jack O'Connell, who's one of my favourite up-and-coming British actors. And it's about the... um, Troubles in Northern Ireland, which was uh, the euphemism given to what would lead to a lot of uh, mainland terrorism and also brutality on the streets of places like Ulster and Belfast with um, both sides trading enormous amounts of brutality, the IRA mainly on one side um, for uh, a reunited Ireland and, and a Catholic population, which was around a third of the Northern Ireland population. And on the other side, the RUC, the Royal Ulster Constabulary, the um, main police force there who were often mired in uh, a lot of unseemly acts and brutality. The British Army were there as well. And there were also the uh, Loyalist terror groups as well that would also be fighting against, like the Ulster Ulster Defence Force and so on. Um, This is is the RUC with the police. I think I called the Ulster Defence Force the police, the Royal Ulster Constabulary. And it all sort of really came about, um, it all sort of congealed all these many decades going back to the early 1900s of this Irish opposition to Northern Ireland, which was basically carved out of Ireland and given to the large British population, very similar in some way to what happened in Ukraine and crime, with Crimea um, the majority of the population were very loyal to Britain and thought themselves British and about a third of the population weren't. But after the um, after they were loyal to England during the First World War, I think Winston Churchill and a few others got together and basically gave this part of Ireland to a British island, which was uh, Northern Ireland, um, as, as a thank you. And, and from that point on, there had been w- quite a rarity in a major european environment which is um a war zone in an urban city uh, which was definitely the case in places like ulster and and belfast where one side of the road would be catholic and the other side would be uh, protestant and there would be this enormous animosity riots molotov cocktails murders kidnappings terrorist bombings uh really it dominated the 1970s for britain politically i feel And I noticed America was actually quite supportive of the IRA there as well. Uh, Never were they called terrorists by American politicians. Uh, They were always sort of freedom fighters to them back then. And it follows a brand new English squaddie who gets um, stationed in Belfast. First time he's ever been away from the barracks. And the first time they go out, they get into this horrible riot that blows up beautifully well-filmed, really quite scary And he gets separated from the rest of the platoon uh, who flee Um, and he's violently beaten and the other guy with him is actually shot Um, and from that point on he has a sort of dark journey through the night as he tries to survive on the streets of belfast with lots of very interesting story elements along the way there are times where he's got no friends due to things that he's witnessed in particular with the protestant uh, terrorists that he accidentally meets up with who are on his side but aren't happy that he's actually witnessed the fact that some of the prominent members of the British military are actually with them uh, and what they're about to do so he ends up with virtually no friends at all now Jack O'Connell I love he's um he came about in This Is England but more notably in a, a sadly unseen and torturous film called Eden Lake which also has um I knew I'd forget his name. It's got both Jack O'Connell and the guy that starred in Shame and Prometheus and just about everything else. The X-Men. I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but a brilliant actor. Michael Fassbender. So that was two great people to get in that film at an early early start, um, and that was horrifying. And Jack O'Connell, who's most was most known back then as a star of the TV series Skins, was awful in it he was so mean and so malevolent and, and scary uh, and since then he's also repeated the trick in the very undervalued harry brown with michael kane um, and also starred up a brilliant film from a year or two ago where he played a prisoner opposite his dad ben Mendelssohn yet again uh, and that was a searing performance he was magnificent in that and he's just had this live wire presence throughout now, this film is stylistically like watching a very high quality version of a nineteen seventies um, British crime drama, um, with much more explosive action and much um, much more violence and extreme stuff going on but they get the feel of everything so good, uh, particularly all of the shadowy forces that roam around in the night trying to manipulate one side or the other, always heavy drinking, got the great hairstyles. Stylistically, it's a brilliant film. Um, unfortunately for me, it's getting a 100% on Rotten Tomatoes, which in- indicates universal acclaim, and it isn't up there. Um, it is a little non uh, inconsequential um, by the... The time i got to the end i kind of felt like i was watching any number of fairly low rent uh, british thrillers of a similar variety um where the lead character goes through hell and is just basically dragged through hell backwards and you know that's that's basically the whole film i thought it was a real shame that they didn't focus much more on character interaction because it's got a great cast um sean harris sam reed charlie murphy Uh, Richard Dormer uh, a lot of people that you would probably not know the name of but would instantly recognize from other films and other tv shows and they all have a lot of credibility the cast is really credible Uh, the people that play the Irish um, well sorry the the Catholic side of it as well are equally good Um, and the scenes where they've got rioting and stuff going on is pretty terrifying actually and you do wonder how anyone could ever really win in that situation it's just torture to watch um there is some beautiful cinematography but the thing i i thought spoiled it was just too much of the action and too much of the running down alleyways too much of them having standoffs or hiding and when they're talking i thought the film really came alive and i was fascinated by these different elements the british army were always accused of helping the Protestant terrorists and Sinn Fein and the other political groups in Ireland helping the Catholic terrorists um, and atrocities being committed. And I wanted to know about this, whereas I think just following someone running down alleyway after alleyway um, kind of weakened my appreciation for it. It's still a very good film, but erring on good rather than very good. So I'm going to give 71, which is well worth a once through um but perhaps lessen the sum of its parts uh, seven out of 10 uh, not the 10 out of 10 it's currently getting on rotten tomatoes. Here's a long languorous track